Welcome to Right, Just, and Inconvenient, a podcast where we talk about the Catholic faith and our walk towards holiness in today's cultural climate. We're your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm Amanda. And we are both Catholic wives and mothers trying to raise the next generation of good and decent Catholics in today's world. And even though we don't always get it right ourselves, we invite you to walk with us on this journey to holiness. Welcome back to this week's episode of Right, Just, and Inconvenient. Welcome um, back. Where did we go? <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> well, welcome back from last week. Oh. They were hopefully here last week, unless you're new, in which case, just like, standard welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we're feeling a little extra silly this week. I don't know why. We have no chosen topic to talk to you about besides just our own lives. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're so interesting. Yep, and super self-absorbed, which is something that we're working on. Um, so, okay, <laughs> audience, <laughs> I can't put my mouth close enough to this microphone, <laughs> and every time I start not having my mouth close enough to the microphone, Alex gestures angrily at me. It's not because I'm angry, it's because my husband edits these episodes, and he always says that she's not loud enough, which is funny because she's way louder than I am in yeah, real life. I think if we swapped seats, in fact, I'm tempted to test this right now. If we swapped seats, you would have the exact same issue regardless if you could lick the microphone. Like, I am not that microphone standing and this microphone up right now. is different. <laughs> Yours is better. I don't know why. It just is. It's a when theory. I was sitting there, I was like freakishly loud. And when you were sitting here, you were freakishly quiet. Well, then it makes sense for me to be at this microphone, doesn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, which I think is why I still am louder than you were whenever you sat here. Yeah. See? So, anywho, I'm doing my best, though. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, though we are silly, neither of us are intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> because I am um, 32 weeks. That pregnant? sounds right. Yeah. 32 weeks pregnant. And huge, just beached whale level huge. Like, I waddled into my lunch today. Like, we went to go eat Mexican, and, and like, I I just, like, like, noticed, I just noticed very specifically that I was waddling, you know? I feel like you're doing pretty good if you just started waddling at 32 weeks, though. Just noticed I was waddling. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like I notice immediately that I am walking more like a, like a what, like a penguin? What waddles? A penguin. Okay. I think that, what else waddles? I don't know. Like geese? Let's do title geese? this episode, What Waddles? No, geese do, because there's the song in the Aristocats. Mm-hmm. The sequence with the, they're geese, right? Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but they do like a whole bit about Well, the ducks waddling. waddle too, right? I think so. I think there might be a duck on there. There are birds. Yeah. Waddling birds. Um, <laughs> but Alice is 32 weeks pregnant, and at the time of this episode, I am about to be 11 weeks pregnant as of this week. Yay! Um, thanks, NFP. Um, <laughs> which, um, <laughs> which I know that um, we advocate for a lot, and like... Have we, is, though? Have we on here? I don't think we've actually... Um, I don't think we have. Actually, we are 
both but major we advocate, supporters. I feel like in general, yes, in general, to people we know or like friends. I know I do. You know the people who joke with you and they're like, you know, how babies are made right, or you know how to stop that, right? Or anytime anyone complains to me about a side effect of their birth control, I immediately just like, you know what, you should try NFP. And uh, then this happened, and now I feel like <laughs> I feel like um, I have lost some credibility, which is fair. Um, I agree. But you know, we were gonna try for a baby in like a couple months. Anyway, That's true. So. That's true. They were like, we've talked about this that you were like yeah. wanting to try, but um, the there's a major difference between Amanda getting pregnant and me getting pregnant because with me, um. I was really curious as to where you're going with this, but now I think I know where you're going. Yeah, with well, this. so we do. We both use NFP when we're not pregnant. Obviously, you don't really need it when you're pregnant. But um, um, I use a method called Marquette, and she uses Creighton. Yeah, and um, there are rules like if you are trying to avoid pregnancy, and there are rules if you are trying to um, become pregnant. And we do plan on doing an NFP episode eventually, but maybe when we're not pregnant and we're actually practicing NFP. Um, but anyway, um, to avoid pregnancy, there are certain days where you have to abstain from sex. And for this pregnancy that I have right now, I did not. <laughs> what? Yeah, basically. Um, like I was aware of the fact that I could get pregnant on the day and you know yeah i you, like you new knew what was yeah. gonna happen going in yeah i had recently visited a newborn baby and it really just um inspired me i really got what was coming to me because i have specifically voiced um frustrations to my husband about the fact that like since we do practice nfp and are so like aware of the timing of my cycles and i have very regular cycles so like i was like you know i'm bummed out that like you'll never be surprised like, particularly surprised if, you know, we get pregnant. Um, joke's on me. Because <laughs> this one was a surprise to both of us. We still knew, like, basically immediately. Um, but, but yeah. I, I, you know. They did follow the rules for avoiding. Yeah. And still. Yep, yep, yep. So, hers yeah. is more of a scientific uh, anomaly. And you know, Alex, as much as you're going to hate me for saying this, Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I just feel like to an extent, because and whenever you meet with your instructor, they ask you questions about like your uh, complacency with your method. They're just like, you know, have you, you fallen into any like sense of complacency? And one of the important aspects that makes NFP so like useful is that it doesn't, as opposed to like a period app that takes past data to project future data. Right. You're using current actual data to predict what is happening right now in the present and uh i decided to be my own period app i think in kind of a way where <laughs> i was like you know what i always have these couple freebie days um <laughs> on these days <laughs> so it's probably fine and like wasn't the most attentive like i like to think that I. so was. you did break the rules i mean Breaking the rules is such a strong word. That's <laughs> several words. <laughs> That's pretty much how my husband responded to me, though. Like, because we were meeting with um, our instructor, like, to do a pregnancy evaluation where they kind of, like, tell you when they think you your date of conception probably was. And she was laying at my chart and she was like, 
wow. <laughs> she was like, I just don't. I just, I mean, honestly, she was like, I mean, I can make a case for like a couple of these days, but it just still seems like super unlikely. Like God just wanted you to be pregnant. And she was like, based on like labs that she had done, she was like, okay, lab wise, like this day looks the most probable. And she was like, is there any chance like maybe like you missed it? Like, is there any, like, do you just, how'd you feel about things then? In my head, I was just like, I mean, it was my birthday week and... <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm usually fine on those days. And Fred was like, So this was your fault? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, Fred probably. Um, She's happy about this pregnancy, by the way. Like, I am. I am. But uh, I'm sticking with scientific anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would prefer it to be because you but, messed up. Oh, no, I know. Because I think I hate admitting to myself that I would have been that relaxed about things. But the closer I feel like we got to being like well we're just gonna try for a baby i feel like the more relaxed about things i got to where i was just like i mean what's the worst that would happen well i feel like here's the issue with like (coughs) amanda and i um like there are not many people that we are friends with or um are in our family that practice nfp so it's like really hard for us to um explain it especially since we have i mean with me this is my third pregnancy in four years and it sounds so hippy-dippy. It does, like, like. natural family planning. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, so, like, you know, I've gotten lots of eye rolls and, you know, okay, one day you'll change your mind and so get on birth this, control. Like, pressure on yourself and I to, do. Like, do it well. I feel so much pressure to, like, be able to be like, ha-ha, I spaced my kids out. But, like, that's not what it's for, first of all. Like, it's not supposed to be just, like, Catholic birth control. Like, you're supposed to be anyway. open to life. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I want a bunch of kids anyway. I know. And, like, we're... I'm probably better off having this one You now. and I... I'm like, what, wait until I'm 35? And I'm, I'm tired now. I can't even imagine. Like, yeah, I'm going to be so tired later. You and I are both just so, like, pro-baby. Like, we like babies. We like mothering babies and having babies. We hate being pregnant. Oh, we hate being pregnant. <laughs> we'll get on that in a second. But, like, we're both so pro-baby that, like, I feel like being open to life and practicing nfp like we are a little bit more laxed about it because we're just like okay like what's the worst that happens we a get baby? a baby yeah so uh but what motivated me for a long time was what's the worst that could happen i could be pregnant for nine months <laughs> like that was a much better motivator because if i thought i a mean, baby, like i'm like okay cool a baby i'm gonna have to think about that this time no but for real like there's like if it was like a health reason i feel like i feel like i would be more intense about like making sure i'm charting accurately and like doing everything the way that I'm supposed to, you know? Because there's a a difference between you and I in the sense that um, you, you are, um, I think this is why Marquette is good for you too. You're a rule follower. You're such a wonderful, excellent rule follower, which we just previously um, discussed before (laughs) we started this. (laughs) And, um, And I, I mean, I mostly am, but I'm also kind of like a, I mean, it'll probably be fine kind of person sometimes. Um, Like, for instance, with, like, the deli meat and Slim Jim thing. (laughs) Like, we are currently both pregnant, and you are... I just found out that you're not supposed to eat Slim Jims. I ate two on the way here, (laughs) which is... um, (laughs) And as soon as I told Alex, she was like, I don't think you are (laughs) supposed to eat those. And I was like... And when I thought about the logic of it, I was like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, it's probably grouped with, like, you know, the deli meat that I'm not supposed to eat. Um... That I definitely did while I was pregnant with Charlotte. And uh, you know how much deli meat Alex has had? Anybody want to guess? 
Alex. Warmed up some, like mm. heated up, but uh, cold, none. No. The idea of microwave deli meat genuinely repulses me. I mean, sometimes if you want a sandwich, you gotta eat your sandwich, but um, I would do it in the toaster oven and like with melted cheese. It's good. It's good. If, if it was toasted, I feel like it'd be different. Toasted, I could handle. Toasted. But sometimes you just want, like, I personally want cold food right now. Yeah. More than hot food. Personally, I want Jimmy John's so, so, so much. Ooh. But I know that if I eat it, I'm going to get listeria poisoning. And I and I don't want to do that to my child. And right now, Alex knows that she won't eat the Jimmy John's. But right now, I'm thinking about the Jimmy John's. And I know that it is door dashable because I scrolled past it. It makes me days. not like you. I almost got, I actually almost got Subway or Jimmy John's the other day. Like, it was an option on DoorDash. And I didn't. I ended up going. What did I get? I've door dashed a lot this week. If my husband's listening to this, he's gonna be appalled. All I can think about is the fact that I'm getting Jimmy John's as soon as like I deliver this. That was baby. like your first meal, wasn't it? After it Cecilia? is every time. Yeah. Was it after Julia's meal? No, I don't think it was my first, but it was like one of my first. Um, and it will be. I just want Amelia. Chinese food again. With Charlotte, I could not stomach Chinese food at all. Whole pregnancy, like every time. I would experience it in reverse, which is just not pleasant. What were we talking about with rule following? And uh, that you're better at it than I am. Yeah, but because we were talking about Marquette. Oh, because you were talking about how, well, I don't think we were talking about Marquette, like specifically. You were talking and I interrupted you <laughs> and started Naturally. talking about, <laughs> started talking about what a better rule follower you were. But I think you were going somewhere with your thought and I think that's what we're trying to find. Yes. I uh, guess. <laughs> We were talking about a book. Oh, we were talking about not liking being pregnant or the rule. We were talking about the rules and I leaned around the back. Quit shaking your head at me. I'm, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I'm trying to help her. I'm <laughs> trying to help her put her face towards the microphone. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> this is interrupting this. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, do you know? Do you know what your thought was? I think uh, I was just saying that you did. Like, we thought you followed the rules, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yes. if you didn't, yes. it makes more sense. Like, it's a, it's a better... It's a better outcome for NFP. Yeah, I mean, because the the stats, like, if you look up NFP, and like I said, we'll do an episode on it, but um, they're pretty strong. Like, they're about as strong as just, like, hormonal birth control. I mean, we were successful for 18, 19 months, something like that. I mean, we were for a, a, almost a year, but I don't know. Um, I feel like... Um, the research is there for NFP. Like, we don't have to be the ones who, like, are p- perfectly avoiding pregnancy all the time when we want to have babies, you know? That's true. But I do think um, in society today, it's like you're expected to have, like, what, two kids and that's it? Yeah, no, 2.5 uh, and then the dog. Well, I have three. Oh, I yeah, basically. So um, the fact that I have, like, my third pregnancy and – Four years has made a lot of people just like. Nobody seems to be worried about whoa. your lack of dog or white picket fence. I know, right? No one has even questioned my lack of white picket fence. And I'd be down for a white picket fence. No, me too. I want a privacy fence, like super bad. I think we've talked about doing that. No dog, though. Not that I'm against dogs. I just do not want the responsibility of one. Like as a stay-at-home mom, who who would be in charge of that dog? It would be me. <laughs> two dog, two toddlers, three eventually, Maybe and like, like a dog? super relaxed dog. No dog. Because even a relaxed one has to go outside. I mean, yeah. I don't want to go. You just got to open the door. It can go out by itself. What, with what? I don't have that big a fence. You've got a fence in the yard. Oh, I am? Yeah. <laughs> am I doing it? Your your first goal is the wet picket fence. And then after that, you're going to get the dog. 
And then you'll be an overachiever because then you'll have three kids, a white picket fence, and a dog. Yeah, I'm sure we'll stop at three. <laughs> I do want to take a break after this. Like, and not because um, I just want to, but like, I feel you like. Know where to put another one? Currently. Accurate. Like, we don't have enough space in this house for another kid, but also, um, like, I feel like for health reasons, like, I get that. um,. Because, like, I mean, I just, like, can't stop eating when I'm pregnant. Well, and here's why. Because, and we can talk about the woes of pregnancy now. Um, like, at the very beginning of my pregnancies, especially with um, Julia was throughout the whole pregnancy. But um, I'm, like, super sick. So, as soon as I'm not super sick, like, and I just like to like, I just yeah. eat so much. Definitely. And I've always, had, I've always had trouble with, like, overeating anyway but like especially when i'm pregnant like and like i think i don't know so i just like i just need time to like get healthy again and um because i was there when um i got pregnant with this baby like i was working out every day like i was eating better i know and then just like something about getting sick all the time like i just ate whatever i could stomach and then it was like all bets were off after that and so i just feel like um I don't know how long I'll need, but however long it takes me to feel like I could go back to an OB office and then be like, yes, you can sustain a healthy pregnancy without losing any weight. You know, that's one of the things I'm personally worried about. But being pregnant is like, it's just hard on my body. (laughs) And I've done it so many times in the past four years that like, I feel like my body just needs a bit of a break. I mean, I don't blame you. I honestly don't. Um, That was honestly like why we waited, why we were planning to wait till like, October, November, before we made an attempt, um, or, like, seriously considered trying, or even just, like, loosely trying, um, was just because, like, pregnancy paired with, like, the breastfeeding afterwards, because, like, I breastfed Charlotte, like, I don't get me wrong, I weaned her as soon as, like, I could once she turned one, because I was exhausted and pumping and just not enjoying it anymore, um, and honestly, I don't feel like Charlotte was enjoying it that much anymore either, but, uh, it's just a long time to, like, share your body with another person. It's a very long time. It is. I mean, I like breastfeeding. <coughs> like, I'm excited to do it again. And um, I think the part of it, though, is that you have to pump, like, at work. That's And I didn't mind the nursing part. Like, the nursing part, loved. The pumping part, hated. Yeah, like, I don't like pumping either. And I always have to do it, I mean, so far, all two times. Um, I've had to do it at the very beginning, mostly, because like establishing a supply you know getting latch issues dealt with like with cecilia she just like took forever to kind of figure out how to eat so um i was pumping and like giving her a bottle i was triple feeding which is like nursing and then pumping and then feeding a bottle like back to back to back and that's exhausting so that i would understand (laughs) and like i understand not breastfeeding in general just because like it's it's really hard and like i'm i feel like obviously fed you know people are like fed is best but like no I as told, long as your kid is fed like that's great i told fred that this time because i always had that mentality like before i had a kid like i was like fed is best like there's no better than the other and then like once i committed to breastfeeding i like felt like if i couldn't like finish it out to a year like i was like failing my kid and uh even after it stopped like being enjoyable for me <laughs> but uh like uh i told fred this time i was like look 
after a point, like, if I just don't want to pump anymore, like, as long as I, you know, get to, like, six months or so, like, we'll reevaluate. But, like, if I honestly am just, like, miserable, I'd rather enjoy my time with my kid and just, like, accept the fact that, look, I work full time. Yeah. Pumping sucks. I think it would probably be like, different for me if I did work full time. We could, like, like, I wouldn't. But, like, I told Fred, too, because oftentimes whenever I challenge myself to do something, um, not specifically child-related, anything really, Fred knows that I hate, like, the idea of being a quitter. Like, he knows that I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if I voice the, you know, inclination to quit something, he'll be like, oh, so you're just going to just gonna be a quitter? Oh, my gosh. He's so mean. quit? And he'll say it exactly like that. And uh, inevitably, like, oh, my gosh. What, if you can hear that, which I'm sure you can. Um, is that yours? Yeah, that's totally my kid. <laughs> she is screaming. They're with the husbands. They're, like, well-watched. But uh, something has gone awry. And it's close to dinner time. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, you quit. Anywho. You're a quitter. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I told him, I was like, look, if I don't want to, like, if I want to hang up breastfeeding or something, and I, like, mentioned even maybe, like, cutting back or something, you cannot say that to me because I will already be wrestling internally with, like, so much, like, hormones and misery and, like... Oh, gosh, Andrew's the opposite. He was guilt. just like, please, please like, just, like, if you need to quit, quit. But like, for me, I'm like, no. <laughs> like, don't say that to me because I will cry my eyeballs out. I feel like one of the things I've learned as an adult is that being a quitter is okay. Like, I think uh, my whole life I was like, I'm not going to quit this. Even things that made me miserable, like fully miserable just like hate my life i refuse to quit but like i think the first thing i ever like really committed to quitting ha huh. um like i just felt so free and i feel like uh i feel like it? college i was about to say that was the first thing that i felt like i quit for myself i mean i didn't quit for myself i actually kind of had to quit because of money um yeah. i quit for myself like my financial aid ran out but like I guess commit like just like deciding that it was just okay like just because I was like I can't quit I have to figure it out I have to figure out how to find money like something will fall on my lap I'm gonna figure it out and then when finally I just quit trying to do it like I just was like no like I'm not even enjoying this like let me just take a step back and see what happens and like I have never felt so like light (laughs) agreed I had like lost so much direction with it like I you know I've been so committed when I got into like being a math major and being a math teacher and even now, thinking back, like, if I was a math teacher right now, like, whew, I would hate it. Yeah. I mean, um, quitting, there's something good about quitting. I but hate teaching people. I have no patience whatsoever. But then I, like, switched majors as a junior. Like, there was just no, there was so much work left to be done, and I didn't love it. I wasn't putting forth any effort. I was not, it was not good. Yeah. I mean, it was that's time to leave. That's and, when I decided that, like, quitting was, and I think breastfeeding, like, quitting, it's it's fine especially it's not like we don't have formula as an option um like when I got pregnant with Cecilia I had to stop breastfeeding Julia because like my supply just dried up I mean I didn't have a choice um yeah besides the only part that sucks about it is it's so dang expensive I know I mean I prefer to breastfeed and like to be fair like they're not the same like breast milk has just more stuff in it like better stuff but both are like sustaining and have all the necessary things that your baby needs so like there's no shame in yeah and doing either i think the most useful advice i got was never quit on a bad day yeah because then like i had the because like it gave me the ability to like on my not like on like the next time i had like not a terrible day i could sit there and like realistically evaluate like what do i want to do now 
without just the like this sucks i'm throwing my hands up yeah. and just walking away i feel like also it depends um, on like how important it is to you like yeah. because for me like after doing it once and liking it so much like i knew with cecilia that like if i could just get it to where it was like if i could just get her used to it then um then i would be where i wanted to be like because yeah. breastfeeding can be so convenient like when you're good at it definitely like just being able to like feed them wherever wherever you are it's cheaper like there are things that like i wanted so so working through like the crappy month like first month you know like where they're not good at it and you're pumping all the time and like it's really hard like that was worth it for me if it's not worth it for you like if it's like damaging your mental health like then like good grief don't do it (laughs) but like for me it was worth it because i was like okay this is my end goal i want to be able to just like feed her wherever i can't just stop and make a bottle i'd rather just have have the boot that was super convenient and one thing i loved like like i feel like once we made it past six months like the the time i didn't spend pumping was fantastic like if i was just nursing like it was super easy like we could go out anywhere and i had immediate food available or at night at night best time ever just like exclusively pumping moms like your heroes scooper in the bed like good grief i got so much extra just like lay down time even if i wasn't like sleeping yeah like just being horizontal was fantastic compared to if i'd had to get up in the middle of the night like prepare a bottle and warm it up and wait on it while she's screaming her head off like that was a perk definite perk i feel like um this was mostly just an episode to kind of update you on i guess our woes of pregnancy but i'm super nauseous now so we really need to wrap this up yeah no we yeah that's what we're doing so um i don't know keep seeking truth (laughs) Pray for us. We'll pray for you. Uh, Let us know if you have any topics that you would like us to discuss that aren't about ourselves.